The views and opinions expressed in the following episodes are those of the individuals and are not meant to insult or offend anyone. Jeez, dark and gloomy much? Are you trying to be an edgelord? Well, then how should I put it then? I don't know. How about... We come in peace. We mean no harm. We may spoil some things. We may swear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So listener discretion is advised. I'm your host, Michelle. And surprisingly, I'm still her co-host, Owen. (laughs) After the last couple episodes we had, I'm surprised she hasn't just banished me to the closet. Never. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. It's um, the storage thing underneath the stairs. Make me like the Harry Potter boy. (laughs) No. All right. Uh, Well, first of all, big shout out to our friend, Black White Check. Deets in the show notes. You bet. All right. And now... Let's talk about the concept of this episode. Okay. So, I know we've done, like, songs, movies, and all kinds of other things, but when it comes to Christmas and winter time and everything like that, there's some things you can do that you just can't quite do in the summer. Yeah, and we figured this was an, a good episode for this week, since winter has officially hit us now. Yeah, I think we got, like, what, uh, about five centimeters or two inches of snow, so... Yep. Pretty good uh, downpour last night. I had to put my truck into four-wheel drive to go do some running around. Yeah, it was pretty, and it's pretty cold out. Jack Frost is nipping. At our nose. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Rudely. (laughs) Unfortunately, we don't have chestnuts roasting on an open fire. That's okay. I don't like nuts. Well, and not to mention, I'm pretty sure any kind of open fire to, you know, roast chestnuts might get you a little concerned, thinking, oh my god, we're going to burn the building down. Exactly. All right. Wait, you don't like uh, chestnuts? Like I like peanuts. Okay. I don't think those are tech... I- I'm not I sure about this, I don't think they're but... technically nuts. But... Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, so uh, this one is about winter activities. Yes. So not really Christmas activities, but winter kind of like, you know, when people are kind of like thinking, oh, it's Christmas time, and you always see people skating or doing something that yeah. is... Very festive uh, for the winter season, regardless of whatever holiday you celebrate. Yeah, so we thought we'd do our top ten favorite winter activities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's start with the number one is snowboarding. Yes. Now, here's a question for you. Have you ever been snowboarding? <laughs> no. Oh, why not? Because hills and heights and scary. Oh, it's not that scary. You've seen me walk down the stairs, right? Yeah, but that's completely different. Coordination. Yeah, but see, <laughs> you're, you're you're talking about the whole, like, one step, two step. Your feet are separate. On a snowboard, they're combined together. That's even worse. Well, that means it's all one solid motion, and you're all one solid piece kind of thing. You don't got limbs flailing around individually, except for your arms. Yeah, no. I'm, no, thank you. Okay. If we ever went snowboarding, I would be filming you. Okay, well, if we ever did go snowboarding, I'd want to see if I can do, like, the tabletop jumps like I used to do. Those were a lot of fun, and a little funny story, 
when my sister and I uh, used to snowboard way, way back in the day, yeah. uh, I first tried a tabletop jump, and I was like, okay, I came at it too slow, and I kind of, f- you know, flubbed over it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a really good jump and everything, so I realized I got to hit it with more speed, and I did, and I landed it, and I was like, woo, I did it, and I wanted to do it again and again, because it was awesome to get that airborne and land and everything. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my sister, first time she saw me do it, she's like, oh, I could do that, and I see her come, and I can just tell she's not going fast enough. Well, she's going fast enough to do the jump, but she jumps and full on like her legs 90 degrees from her torso, like straight out. And she just lands right on her tailbone. Ooh. She didn't break anything that time. That's another reason, actually. Sorry. <laughs> that that really sucks. I'm glad uh, your sister was okay for sure. But um, that's another reason why snowboarding isn't really up my alley. But I have a bad back and neck. So I feel like... That would be bad. Well, it's if only... If I fell. <laughs> well, that's... And here, here's the thing that's actually kind of funny about that is that it's actually a very cushiony, soft sport if you get the powdery snow. Yes. If you go on to places where there's been lots of traffic of skiing and snowboarding or the weather just hasn't been... Like, it's been very, like, sunshiny and it's melted the surface snow and made sheer ice underneath you. Yeah, then it's hard. Then it's like skating, yeah. and it, yeah. Or ice or on a hockey rink or something where it's like, yeah, that's uh, that's not a soft landing. But you also wear lots of, like, you know, jackets Protective. and padding yeah. and stuff like that. You dress for the elements. Exactly. But even still, crashing into a big, fluffy, like, two-foot-high pile of snow. Yeah. It's one of the cushy, uh, cushiest landings I can think of. And, I mean, for all natural, like, no manipulation type thing, like, it's the whole, yeah. And it's so wonder, it's so cool to see the powder just pff, what do you billow mean? up. The, the snow powder. No manipulation, what do you mean? Like, I'm talking, like, uh, people aren't building it. It's just something oh, okay. that naturally occurs when snowfall happens, and it's yeah. this powdery, light, fluffy stuff. Gotcha. And seeing people, like carve left and right down the mountains to kind of control their steering and also slow themselves down because if you go nothing but straight you are going to turn into a rocket and fly forward so fast and crash into something or unintentionally or whatever but seeing people do those turns and then just all that snow kick up and everything it's just such a beautiful sight oh that's nice Mm -hmm. all right number two skiing slash cross-country skiing now, okay, so I know you said you've never snowboarded, but what about skiing? Come I on. have skied. Okay. We did it in school. <laughs> you haven't skied since school? No. <sighs> I I don't like, okay, disclaimer here. I don't like the cold. I rarely do things outside in the cold because I don't like it. I mean, um, I enjoy watching people do things like that, but if I can watch it from the comfort of inside my warm home, it's even better. Okay. But that being said, when we did do it in school, the skiing I didn't like, the co- cross-country skiing I liked. Again, I didn't like going down hills, but the cross-country skiing was super nice. I enjoyed that quite a bit. So, what about you? Because I know you snowboard, so you probably don't ski then? No, I actually skied before I snowboard. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um... <clears throat> There's been a, a few interesting events with uh, skiing and everything. Uh, some things I won't disclose here because I don't want you to be like, Baby, <laughs> you're never allowed to ski again in your life. But let's just say every single crash or tumble I've ever had skiing, yeah. I have been able to walk away from. Well, that's good. And no broken bones, unlike my sister. 
she actually fell down one time and landed on her wrist and broke her arm. Yikes. Yeah, so anyways, um, it was a kind of a bad situation, and it was like, ooh. Like, I, when I saw her fall, I didn't think it was anything that bad, and then it was like, yeah, she got an x-ray, and it was like, oh, and I tried to shake her hand. Rude. I, because I thought she just sprained her wrist or something. I didn't realize she, you know, you could break your fore, the, the two bones in your forearm from just falling from, you know, standing height. I mean... Not the same, but I did. I was walking across the playground one time Yeah. in middle school, and I tripped and fell <laughs> over snow. Mm-hmm. And it was not that hard of snow. No. And I hairline fractured my arm. Yeah. I had to wear a cast for like a half cast for six weeks. Yeah. And the, well, this was also when she was snowboarding, and yeah. this, the fall that she had was onto that hard, like icy surface, like if there was no yeah. snow. So I can see why she broke like both bones. I, I think it was both bones. Uh, for sure one, but I think both. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that whole thing. Yeah, the uh, skiing I've done a lot of out in like places, out in the mountains here we in Alberta. We have really nice places to go skiing here in Alberta. We're very fortunate with that because we've got like Louise. Fortress, Sunshine. Kananaskis, is that in Alberta? I'm pretty sure. Fun little fact for you. I have cousins out in BC who always joke around about Albertans not having any mountains or we're flatlanders <laughs> or whatever. Like They think of us the same as Saskatchewan. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> I mean, you've been in Saskatchewan a lot, and I'm sure you will vouch that Saskatchewan does not have a lot of mountains. I don't think I mean, they have hills, any. hills, but not mountains. Yeah, they've got some hills, but I do not believe they have any mountains I actually have, that have, I've seen. I heard they actually have a desert out there. They do. I've been there. Yeah, so... I've heard of this mystical desert out in the middle of Saskatchewan, which I thought was crazy, but it's it, it exists. Cool. It's pretty cool. And, uh, but yeah, with um, the, uh, but they always joke about how Albertans don't, we don't have uh, mountains or whatever, or ski or like all these things. They, they call it just flatlanders. And we don't know how to, do, to handle hills or inclines or whatever. But Alberta actually has more and better ski resorts than BC does. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. I mean, look it up with Michelin or whatever, you know, kind of like ski traveling resorts. Like, look it up and like, I bet you'll find more ski resorts in Canada are in Alberta than there are in BC. And they're probably better ranked. Well, I know I've been to Banff and that's really beautiful. Yes, Banff is a really good one too. So. All right. But yeah, as far as cross country skiing, I've seen people do it. They have very long skis. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very different kind of skiing. That's why we kind of separated them on our list. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so in regards to the cross-country skiing, I've never really done it because it's kind of one of those things where it's like it's a really endurance-based thing where mm-hmm. the nice thing about skiing is that you're kind of using gravity to push you. You're not, you know, doing the essentially a jog or a marathon in winter. And it's like, okay, I don't want to get all sweaty and then get cold and then yeah. hyperthermia can kick in. It's like, I mean, sure, cross-country skiers, they know point A to point B, blah, 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 and they got all these stuff provisioned and ready. But still, I want to have fun, you know, zigzagging around and everything, not doing the old trek, you know, across yeah. like 10 kilometers. Yeah, and I prefer the trek across 10 kilometers. I think that looks fun. You're just saying that because you don't want to go down a hill really fast. Hey, we had to, I had to do skiing. I didn't like the hills. I would prefer the straight and narrow, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm a flat-footed kind of girl. (laughs) (laughs) You're definitely a flatlander over uh, the hazardous terrain type person. Yes. Fair enough. I'm too much of a klutz. 
Okay. Three. Tobogganing. Tobogganing. Okay. Uh, some people call it sledding, but I call, I've call i always called it toboggans because... Yes. Uh, anyways, in regards to that, now, I think this one is one of the more Christmas-y ones we have on the list. Hear me out why. Because it's either called a toboggan or a sled. And what does Santa use? A sleigh, which is kind of like a sled. Sure. So... In my mind, it's like the whole, hey, sure, you're sitting your butt down, which yeah. I think would be really up your alley. Oh, yeah, I love tobogganing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you're going to crash, you just roll. Yeah. And you're not going very far and everything, and yeah. Yeah. You go down a hill. You don't go down a mountain on a toboggan. I mean, you, I've seen and heard of people doing tobogganing on, like, ski resorts or mountains or whatever, and to me, that just sounds like all kinds of crazy fun, but I've never found a place where I could do this Yeah. Much. As much as I'm just one of those crazy weirdos who's like, I, can, can we take like, have you heard of inner tubing? <laughs> you can actually take a tube down like a whole ski resort or whatever. Although not being able to control where you steer kind of thing makes me think I'm going to go wee off a cliff. Yeah. Well, and when we were kids, we had the GT. Oh yeah. The GT brands. Like, yeah. So it was basically like this, um, I think it was a GT racer is what it was called mm -hmm. and stuff. But essentially it was a sled. Yep. For lack of a better term. Like, not like a, a crazy carpet or anything like that. Like, you actually could steer the Yeah, sucker. it actually had a steering feature on it and stuff. So, And you could fit, like, three kids on it. Oh, yeah. And stuff. So I can remember, like, being on it sandwiched. Like, my brother would always be the one driving because he was older. Yeah. So that just kind of made sense. And it was his. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. Good reason. And then... It would be like his friend and me, or me and my friend, or me and his friend, like whatever, right? And stuff. But the three of us, and we just go sliding down the hill, and it, oh, man, it used to be so much fun. And then if you, if you look like you were gonna crash, you just, you just jumped. You bailed. You bailed. Yeah. And you already had your directions picked out so that you weren't crashing into each other when you bailed. <laughs> yeah. Now, here was the fun thing when I was a kid and went tobogganing and stuff we yeah. actually me and my friends we actually there was this one hill i remember in calgary and we built up because <clears throat> there were actually like spots where it was kind of bumpy and everything and you can actually jump and like yeah. all this cool stuff but there was the other side of the hill which went out into a far out field and everything so what we did is at the very bottom of the hill we just gathered up all this snow that we could and this wasn't very hard snow or whatever it was all fluffy yeah and we just pushed and built up this big like I, for the time, I thought this was like a three foot high pile, but maybe it was like two feet or whatever kind of thing. But yeah, me and my friends would hop on the sled and we'd just go full tilt as fast as we could and just boof. I could, I really wish we, it was like the video recording technology of today was back then to see me and my friends just at full speed hit this wall of soft, fluffy snow and have it just explode right in front of us and we'd go out and then of course once we were done we'd always just laugh and fall off kind of thing like mm. do the hard left turn and then roll over and be on our backs just laughing because it was so fun to just all this chaos and mayhem mm -hmm. so you know tobogganing is a very fun one that i think every canadian has experienced or at least 99 percent of canadians have experienced yeah definitely although you do have to be winter safe because you remember a few years ago when we were tobogganing with uh some friends of ours I, I, my defense on that one is that that was more of a crazy carpet than a toboggan. Okay, well, regardless. Yes, we had one of these, like, sled type things that, it has two handles, on, or, like, two sets of handles, and 
I think it was me and our friend Tiana, uh, yeah. who was on our Dis Nerds episode. Mm-hmm. And she's a very wonderful person, and she's uh, she was willing to have the fun with us and everything, so I hopped on with her, and then we crashed, and she hurt, uh, she actually like scraped her ankle or something, or hurt it. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a last minute thing that we were going to go sledding, so she, in all fairness, did not have the right shoes. She had like flats. Yes. And no socks. Or ankle socks at most. No socks. Oh, she had no socks. No right, socks. right, no socks. But we're Canadian, so we're like, whatevs. Right. It wasn't that cold. It out. wasn't that cold out and stuff. But anyway, yeah, so she managed to, like, scrape her foot, and it actually got some snow mold in it. And so now every time the hill by our house, mm-hmm. when we're driving past it and I'm with her, I just shake my fist at that hill. <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> so, but she was, I mean, she's okay. Yeah. So, but. Okay. Maybe just wear your socks. Yeah, well, wear boots more preferably kind of thing, just this we got thicker and better protection. Yeah, it was our fault. We 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 totally just were like, hey, by the way, while you're over, want to go sledding? <laughs> yeah, we kind of we kind of coerced her into it or coerced her uh, in a way. Coerced, not coerced her. English is hard, okay? I, know. I had the wrong word come out of my mind, but anyways, my, my tongue don't move right when it's, don't know the right word. <laughs> but anyways, uh, okay. So I think that covers tobogganing. Really yes. fun one. Great memories. Love Next it. one. Number four. Building snow people. Snowmen, snow women. I mean, whatever you want to call well, them. Well, I said of. snow people because I always built, like, snow families. So I couldn't just build, like, a snowman. I had to build, like, the snowman, the, the snow dad, the snow mom, and the snow baby. Nice. Always. So, yeah, snow families. Snow families. Fair enough. Okay. Did you ever in elementary school or junior high ever get a whole bunch of friends to try to push the biggest base boulder of snow that you possibly could push? No, that would have been a really fun thing to do, though. Oh, that was like uh, throughout uh, elementary, like uh, grade four, five, and six, me and a group of like four or five friends would, so like, you know, you got like six of these kids just pushing this. I want to say almost four foot uh, t- like uh, diameter boulder of snow. Wow. And we're just giving it all we got to make this thing as big as possible. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that was always like the base of the snowman. And then we try to put like something on top of it. But of course, since we're only like four-ish feet tall, it was like, there, it's a two-piece snowman, not the traditional like, <laughs> m- like three. Lo- yeah, one, two, three, like they get smaller as they go up. And, you know, finding the sticks or whatever in the playground field was kind of hard to do with all that snow. And there wasn't a lot of trees in the middle of the field. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was the whole, I just remember how cool it was. It was like, okay, one, two, three. And all of us, just all our might, just trying to get one more roll. And it rolls and then it stops or it's like sometimes if we got really good or like it was the right size, we'd just get a big momentum going and it would just eat up snow and snow. And like, there's Mm -hmm. a game that's kind of based on the whole rolling a ball and gathering items and getting bigger, like creating a big mess of things. Mm -hmm. It was a really popular one. Jack Septicai played it or something. I remember on one of his retro game type things. Oh, I don't remember that one. It's like a PS1 type game. Mm -hmm. It was really old, but yeah, it was essentially the whole same idea as that. You just roll it it rolls over all these like trails of snow mm-hmm. and we'd create like you could see the, the grass and everything underneath because all the snow would create uh, or the sn- uh, big snow boulder would just 
pick up everything, even grass sometimes. We had a grassy snowman. Yeah, exactly, right? All right, so that's the fun little memories of building snow people, snow, you know, whatever. Snowmen, whatever. Uh, skating. Yes. Oh, sorry, number five, skating. Yeah. We got a little excited there. <laughs> got all talking about building snowmen. I'm like, ooh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now, have you done any skating? Oh, yeah. I'm oh. Canadian. Of course I've done skating. Instead, you haven't done snowboarding. I didn't know. You said that's landing. That that has nothing but a hard surface underneath you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, here in Canada, a lot of times you're skating before you even know how to walk. Yeah. Not, I mean, not with me, but I know, like, when I was a kid, I can remember going to Bower Ponds with my dad and my mom and my brother. And uh, my mom didn't skate, so she'd sit inside and watch us. Yeah. Right, and stuff. But my dad would take us out on the ice, and... Uh, I was so young and so little, and I didn't know how to skate, that they actually give you this, I don't know, it's made of metal, <laughs> and it, it's like a thing that you can hold on to and push as you're skating, learning how to skate, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, it's those training things to this way, it's like kids don't just constantly land on their face or whatever, it's yeah. like, help hold you up. And stuff, and so, yeah, like, I, I can remember as far back as using one of those skating, right, Right up until I was like a teenager, and I'd still go skating with my dad and my stepmom and stuff. I haven't been skating in years. I think I own a pair of skates somewhere. Oh, I can imagine so, and I'm pretty sure I own a pair of skates. If not here, then over at my mom's place. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> skating is definitely another Canadian tradition. Well, definitely Northern American, but mostly Canadian kind of thing. Like if you're Canadian. Yeah, you've done, like, something on this list that we've talked about. Ski, mm -hmm. snowboard, toboggan, build a snowman, or skate. Something in those categories. If you if if there's any Canadian that says they have not done one of those things, how new are you to this country? How many months have you lived here? Like, I, I got to ask that question because that's kind of like the whole, like, a lot of people just like to get out and have fun because it's either you can drudge and hate winter and everything, or you can go out and make the best of, you know, a cold season. I don't necessarily think it's dredging and hating though i mean i don't like the cold by any means i don't hate it but i don't also like if it's a nice mild day out yeah mm -hmm. i'd go out and build a snowman with you or whatever right but oh yeah i'm talking like, like a day like today yeah today is like minus 17 but with the windshield feels like minus 25 and so it's like even if you bundle up for it yeah which is like close to minus 30 and yeah in it's getting pretty fahrenheit right uh not quite I'm not, I'm not sure what it is in Fahrenheit right now, but we, I don't know. Most Whatever. of the world uses the metric system, so it's like just America and one other country in the world uses only the metrics or the uh, imperial system. Oh, okay. Well, I was just trying to be inclusive. I know, but, but I probably got it wrong anyway. So, and I'm just saying is that I don't know the conversion of temperatures that well, like for measurements and volumes and everything. I'm a little better with that, but temperatures not so much. I'll look it up. You keep talking. Okay, um, yeah, skating was never really, like, my big thing, because the thing about skating was that my ass would usually fall on the ground, yeah, the left, yeah, uh, because when it came to skating, I didn't know how to stop, and since I didn't know how to stop, I remember my parents slingshotting me toward, from one end of the rink to the other, and they, I, it felt incredibly fast for me when I was very, very young, but it was one of those things where I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, so skating was never something I really got super into, but now that I got older, I did some rollerblading and stuff like that, and I understood a lot more of the principles. Definitely can and will do it. Uh, oh, uh, okay, no, that's saying plus uh, 17. I know. So. I'm changing it. Ah, there we go. Yeah, it's about minus 17 right now, so it's about one degree outside. In Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Now, I believe the next thing... Oh, here. Hold on. Technical difficulties. I don't know how to work a computer. Here, here. I don't here. know what I did. Just that. Ah. The little icon below. Just open that one. Ah. Okay, next. Number six. Ice hockey. Okay, so this kind of falls into the category of um, skating. skating, except for this one you're actually, you know, shooting a puck and, you know, probably yeah. getting a little rough. I lo and I personally love the joke of, I went to a, hockey, I went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Because, <laughs> man... There's some good fights in some hockey games, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, some people get so peeved in it and everything. And, I mean, I've played street hockey and I've done a little bit of ice hockey... I think I kind of prefer the street hockey one yeah. because the whole, like I said, I like to be able to stop. I'm not that great at turning or stopping on a dime like some hockey players can or some skaters can. Yeah, you can definitely have better control on pavement than you do on ice, right? Yeah. And, and also, you know, here in Canada, mm -hmm. we got like ponds and things like that too. That yeah. And so like Barrow Ponds, for example, yes. they'll have someone go out and even the ice out and whatever and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But if you just find, like, a random pond mm -hmm. to go and skate on... Yeah. Or if they make, like, an ice rink in, like, a school mm -hmm. yard or whatever, <laughs> you don't know what kind of ice you're... You're not necessarily skating on, like, nice... Smooth ice. Smooth ice. It's bumpy, it's rough, and then your skate gets, like, stuck in it, and you go to take off... And uh, next thing you know, you're on the ground. <laughs> well, there is one uh, one little point I want to bring up about the outdoor uh, man-made ice rinks. Because, yeah, the natural ones, like the ice does not freeze over smoothly like glass. Mm -hmm. And the ones that are kind of like man-made and whatever, the like on temperatures like this, they'll actually like, you know, they'll have it kind of flooded and everything. So this way when it kind of freezes... Like, they kind of do something to, like, actually make it this man-made thing, but generally speaking, it's not going to be, um, how does it put it? like a, a, Arena. It's not yeah. arena level. Yeah, it's not like they put a lot of effort into it, but it or is Or even something... Barrow Ponds. Like, Barrow Ponds, whatever they do to their ice, they do a good job because they've got really nice, smooth ice. Yeah, because they actually will have, um, yeah, they actually have, like, a kind of, a, I want to say, like, a... A mini Zamboni? Not a, no, no, I'm talking about, like, the actual, there's a facility there that actually yeah. sells, like, hot chocolate or pop and coffee and everything, like, yeah. food, can, like, what is a that? Concession. A concession. Yeah, thank you, that's the word I was looking for, concession stand. So, it makes sense that they put in that little bit of effort to get people to want to come and skate there yeah. and have fun, and then it's like, when you get cold, you buy a hot chocolate or a coffee, and or, you know, you get a hot dog or something, yeah. blah, 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 it's yeah. a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And, so. you know, for most parts, it's pretty good, you know. It's a nice, cheap way to have fun with the friends and family. And it's nice because I think they do have hockey nets there. So you can actually find a spot on the ice that's kind of more for playing hockey than, um, you know, 
like they'll have a certain spot that's kind of designated for the hockey playing and then the rest of the ice is for just public open skate. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, next. Number seven. Snowball fight. Snowball fighting. Okay. Now, this one, if done right, is a really fun game yes. and is a great thing for, I mean, anyone of any age can enjoy a snowball fight. Yep. I just knew some kids back in elementary school that thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to put a rock in these things. And then some kid got hurt. It wasn't me, but I don't know who. And so then the teachers had to make it that no snowball fights were allowed. Yeah. And it was like, really, dude? You had to go and wreck it? Something similar happened when I was in school. Um, Again, it wasn't I who got hurt. <laughs> Probably because I didn't have a lot of friends to begin with. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, you just don't like things being thrown at you, no matter how like like I, I, when I threw the only thing I think I've thrown at you that you've caught or didn't get scared about was the throw pillow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but um, unfortunately, some kids in our school thought it would be a good idea to to make ice balls. Yeah. With really really hard snow. Yeah. And then I think they were like taking well, I don't know if I should say it because I don't want people to make ice balls, but. They were, like, taking it up to their mouths and kind of, like, heating that snow up. Yeah, so it would freeze and then internally. letting it freeze and turn. And they actually hurt someone pretty decently. I mean, they were okay. They, I don't think they broke any bones or anything, but they hit them right in the shoulder, and, like, the poor kid just went down screaming. So yeah. and then there was no snowballs allowed after that. But if you get that soft, fluffy, fluffy snow that you were talking about for, like, snowboarding and tobogganing and stuff, and you get that, oh, man, you can, like... There's just that, there's that certain level of like when it's soft and fluffy and not sticky, it's great for skiing, snowboarding, and tobogganing. When it's kind of wettish, that it'll it's stick. It's got that little bit of stick. It's great for snowman building or snowball fights. Yes. And the nice thing about it when it's that consistency is you can actually like, this is what shape I Shape it? Well, yeah, you can actually shape it into like the perfect ball if you have time. Like if you're planning it, like meet me here at four o'clock for a snowball fight, right? But what you can do really quickly if you're just like on the. La like uh fly or whatever having a snowball fight with someone is you can at least try and get they won't be that big but you can try and get like three or four snowballs made at once because it's like that perfect consistency snow and then you can just huck them like boom 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 and the other guy doesn't know what's gonna hit him because he was only doing one at a time and you're like ha ha rapid fire <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah and if you miss with the first one you know how to where to better aim on the second or exactly. the third and then your final fourth one will probably hit Exactly. Uh, okay, next is number eight. Drinking hot chocolate curled under a blanket. This is my number one. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is definitely one of your favorite ones because, like, now, not necessarily hot, hot chocolate, just warm, warm hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Yeah. Warm chocolate. And, you know, the whole, you come in from a cold day and everything, you have, you have that nice hot mug in your hands and you're curled up in a blanket watching a nice movie or whatever. And, or a true crime documentary, whatever. Or sure, you know, make it, all, you know, your year-round addiction. <laughs> Is it, can we call it an addiction at this point? No. You, how, a okay. fascination. I mean, I think it's almost borderline addiction because you listen to true crime almost on a daily basis. Yes. So I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think it's like an addiction where it's like, oh my God, I want to, you know, keep up tabs on all the current murders and everything that goes wrong and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's like when you want to, like, when it comes to any fact about any notorious or 
upcoming serial killer, what true crime kind of like legal battles and whatever. Yeah. I swear you almost like have an up-to-date and intimate knowledge of... No. Oh, come on. Not at all. Not at all. But I do enjoy, like a lot of people do, uh, true crime. And so, yeah, that would be my go-to. And then following <laughs> that would be Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. As long as it's before Christmas. After Christmas, I'm not really into the Christmas movies. Yeah, having some nice warm fluffy socks on while the blankets all are wrapped up around you like a burrito. and yay. Yeah, it's a nice, you know, like all the cold and everything, and then it's like, oh, I'm going to warm up and everything, and it feels so cozy, and you probably fall asleep pretty easily. Oh, yeah. So, that's kind of the nice that's thing about... That's what happened last night. Exactly. You know, you go from, like, the whole cold and everything, and then you come inside, and you have something that warms you up from the inside, and you're wrapped up in a blanket to be warm on the outside. It's a good time all said and done. And actually, to make you happy, because mm-hmm. I think this will make you happy, if it makes you feel any better, lately I've been watching... Gab Smolders on YouTube play Animal Crossing. So there you go. Something not murdery. <laughs> Just for you. Okay. I I apologize for the wording. All I was just trying to say is that you have a very extensive knowledge on the same level as I have for the whole Warhammer 40k thing. Nothing wrong with that. No. I'm just saying is that like, I will admit I am probably I'm quite Possibly addicted to Warhammer. Yeah. Be it reading the books, listening to podcasts, finding videos on YouTube and everything like that. I think it's, it's like, a healthy interest. We'll say that. Because addiction has a, like can have a negative connotation. So we'll say, um, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll, we'll leave the sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. Okay, number nine. Ice fishing. Ice fishing. Now, I haven't done this one a whole lot because the thing is, is that if you do it just kind of like you need an auger to punch a hole through usually about eight-ish inches of ice. Oh, if not more, because you want that ice to be thick because a lot of times when you go onto like a lake or whatever to do the fishing. Yeah. Like you're driving your vehicle right out onto the ice. There There are some people that do that. Yeah. But places where I've seen where people do do that, uh, there's usually not vehicles. But I remember this one lake, it's actually called Pine Lake. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some people have their trucks just out on the middle of the ice. And my thoughts are like, oh, my God, you are so brave. Like, I sure hope you have good insurance kind of thing. Because if that nice new truck uh, cracks through the ice, it's going down and there's no saving it. I mean, I feel like it's people who are probably already, like, pretty savvy when it comes to the ice fishing that do that oh yeah they probably know a thing or two i wouldn't do that but that's because i have not been ice fishing since i was a child yeah right Um, but yeah so there's there's things to be said about that uh aspect of kind of winterish activities yeah and i'm but the (coughs) way that i kind of think about it or (coughs) sorry definitely because the thing about fishing is that it's not like Every five minutes or less, you're going to get a bite or whatever. Like, you, sometimes some people are good at it. Like, they know how to oh, dangle my dad, it. Or... My dad and stepmom are great at it. I don't know. But for the most part, whenever I see people ice fishing, I usually see little tents out or whatever that block the wind and everything. Yeah. And to me, it's like, okay, you know, you have a radio or something, or you have something to kind of occupy your time. You have your hook, uh, your, you know, fishing line down the hole you just drilled into the ice. And that's kind of what and you do. And your hot beverage. Exactly. So, there's that to be said. Yeah. And your bucket to put your fish in. Oh, of course. 
and stuff. But yeah, no, I have great fond memories of ice fishing with my dad and my brother as a kid, so. Nice. Yeah. Okay, number 10. Number 10 is snow fires. Now, snow fires to me, this was actually one that I think should have been higher than the ice fishing one, but... I, I had good memories, so I begged for it to be number nine. I was like, please, please, please. Okay, okay. Well, let's just take it back a little step here. What's a really good memory you have of ice fishing? Um, just because just you, you had such fond memories, and it's like, well, what's one that comes to mind right away? I don't know. I just remember, like like you said, like um, I remember my dad and my brother and I being out ice fishing, you know, and listening to music and just... I was using, like, Grandpa's old rod, and actually, I dropped Grandpa's old rod down the hole. Oh, jeez. And I'd never seen my dad dive so quickly, and he got that rod back, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, I felt really bad about that, but my dad was like, ah, oh, it's okay, like, shit happens. And <laughs> you didn't lose it, so... No, we switched rods after that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I got the not-Grandpa rod <laughs> <laughs> and stuff, but yeah, no, I don't know, it's just great fun times, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing is, like, even if there was nothing super spectacular, it was still a family bonding time, and that's yeah, the like, important thing. I can still look back at it fondly. So. Exactly. Okay, but that's why I wanted it to be number nine. So anyway, uh, ten is snow fires. Yes. Now here's the funny thing. I remember hearing about a Jeff Foxworthy joke, where he was talking about how uh, when he goes up north. And some people are like, "Oh, come on out and everything," and like, uh, "Come on, ice fishing with us or whatever." It's like it's so cold out there. And he's like, oh, it ain't that cold. We just build a big fire out in the middle of the lake and everything. You put a fire on the middle of a frozen lake? You think we're stupid in the south? It's like, well, I mean, I'm not going to go into yes or no on that. But the way fire works is heat rises. So it's sitting on the ice. Maybe a little bit of heat will melt the surface ice on the frozen lake. But it's mostly upwards and outwards that yeah. heats you while you're fishing and everything. So I don't know that I don't know. I don't know that I'd build a fire on the ice, but Oh, I do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, that's good for you. Because well, because like again, like I was saying, is the whole as long as it's not like on on the ice, like you actually have some kind of like fire pit type thing or something. Yeah, you need a it. pit. Well, yeah, or something to hold it up or at least kind of thing, because like I said, heat rises and radiates outwards, and then the last way is through whatever it's touching. Get heats up and then whatever if it's touching ice yeah it'll slowly warm up the ice but it won't warm it up fast enough where you know it's going to break the ice and everything's going to fall through especially if it's a you know deep frozen lake yeah definitely sorry i thought you meant just on the ice like you were just putting the wood on the ice and starting it and i was like oh no you want a pit or something for sure i mean you i mean in all honesty you could not ideal because, yeah. like I said, heat rises. That's just how thermal dynamics work. Yeah, I understand. But I actually remember one time out when my parents lived on an acreage, and I was, I think, 18, 19 years old at the time. And yeah, so it was just a nice wintry day and everything. So I just took the campfire, or the camp or fire pit that we had, yeah. put it in the middle of the yard, and threw some logs in, uh, lighted up some newspaper, old newspapers. Got the fire started and was just drinking a beer and just like, yeah, you know, just chilling out, relaxing, watching the fire, keeping warm that way. The beer was staying ice cold in the snow. And it was like, man, this is probably one of the most Canadian things I can think of. Just having a fire in the middle of winter, drinking beer. Yeah, it's definitely nice. And I, like, again, that I have fond memories, like, of that just from 
being a kid. Yeah. And skating, mm-hmm. right? Um, but again, you'd find like a little pond or whatever, and they'd have like barrels and stuff that were meant for you to start fires in, so that you had somewhere to go warm up by, right? Yeah. And even at Barra Ponds, I think they have a fire. There's an actual like big fire pit thing. Like this thing's a five foot diameter. Uh, bowl type steel bowl that actually yeah. like you would just throw wood into and have it on fire and yeah 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 um there's also that place kin canyon and they actually have like these barbecue type pits where yeah. you throw a few logs in and have it going and you cook hot dogs and stuff on it yeah so there's places like that it's i mean it's a very canadian thing to have a fire regardless of if it's summer or winter exactly all right i think that finishes up the list yeah you bet um okay uh any shout outs you want to give out uh no uh we could just mention really quick just things that didn't quite make the list but they were like on they almost made the list i guess so um kissing under the mistletoe that's a very christmas thing it is a Christmas thing, but yeah, it's also one of those things where it's like, eh, you don't do it in the summertime and stuff like that. So yeah, again, this list is more winter theme, but there's a Christmas element to a lot of them. Yeah. So, and or then, at least a vi- Christmas vibe, that's the right word. Yeah. And then uh, the other one was actually snowshoeing. Yes. Now, I've seen people with the snowshoes and heard people talk about doing them, and I love the science behind this, but I've never done it myself. I'm pretty sure we did it in school, if I remember correctly. In your school, maybe. My schools were like, no, no, we ain't taking kids out to the middle of the boonies with, uh, you know, tennis rackets on their feet. We didn't go to the middle of the boonies, though. We just, like, we snowshoed, like, in our school yard (laughs) and stuff. But, yeah, anyway, it was a really neat experience, for sure, and stuff. And, uh, yeah, the science behind it is really neat, so... Yeah, well, I, I, well, the reason why I was saying out in the boonies for snowshoeing was the whole, because uh, usually when you're wearing snowshoes, it's because you don't want to fall through the snow because it's like two or three feet deep. And that's a lot of snow to wad or wade through or. Try I don't to, know. Like, maybe they took us out into the boonies. Like I know they did that with skiing. Maybe they did that with snowshoeing too. I was. You gotta remember, that's quite a while since I've been in school. Yeah, that's fair. That's I'm fair. old. Well, and also, like I said, it was, I mean, I grew up in Calgary for like elementary and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, the whole snowshoe kind of thing was more of like a, you'd you see it in movies and like guys that mm-hmm. were out in like the mountains and they didn't want to have to like trudge through three, four feet of snow. So they wear the snowshoes to disperse their weight so they don't fall through. And, and yeah, they're you can easier. Move quicker. Yeah. Exactly. All right, well, I think that does it for our list, and I actually have a good shout-out to give out today. Okay. Have you heard of a company called Black Rifle Coffee? No. Okay, so this company's not really new, but I kind of like what they're doing with their a lot of charity and proceeds kind of thing, is that they're actually, um, there was a bit of a debacle with issues on how to like regulate firearms and everything and because their company was called black rifle there was an assumption that they had something to do with firearms even though it's just a coffee company same as top of the morning or Folgers or maxwell all that stuff yeah so anyways but black rifle coffee actually donates uh, proceeds towards first responders and uh, 
uh, veterans, veterans, yeah, to help them with a lot of uh, financial things when they come back uh, home and have to, or have, you know they're done their you know service and they have to deal with a lot of PTSD. So when I uh, heard about that, it was like, oh wow, mm-hmm. this is actually like a kind of a meaningful thing because. I always hear people say, support our troops. And it's like, yeah, what about the guys that come back? It's like, sure, once they come back and everything, they're going to live life. It's not like, yay, you did your job. Thanks. Pat on the back. Get out of here. It's like, they, they, they've they been through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's like, and I just veteran want. veteran owned as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, it's like if there's anybody that can, that knows how to help veterans and first responders, it's going to be this company. And so, you know, if you happen to see their kiosk or if you want to go to blackriflecoffee.ca, um, you know, maybe buy a bag of coffee because it goes to supporting people who have uh, given quite a lot for our country and our freedoms and everything. Like, I, I'm not getting into a whole bunch of other topics about this. I'm just saying I yeah. support uh, making sure that veterans don't go unappreciated after their service is done. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you everybody so much for tuning in and uh, going through this uh, wonderful winter wonderland with us. <laughs> um, remember, no matter what your thing is or what you're into. At the end of the day, we're all just a little nerdy. <laughs>